Wake the Fuck Up, the podcast that mingles mindfulness, Buddhism, brain science, evolutionary biology, and real authentic human experience. Welcome to Wake the Fuck Up. Hello, amazing humans, and welcome to this episode of the Wake the Fuck Up podcast. My name is Tiffany Andres Myers, your host and fellow human traveler. And this episode is happiness hack number dose. Two, duh. I think that's the only languages I know right offhand. (laughs) Uh, So interestingly, when I decided to start playing with these happiness hacks, I thought that I was going to make this episode one because it kind of feels important if I'm going to call these episodes happiness hacks to define what the hell I mean by happiness because happiness is a concept and what happiness means for me is likely not the same thing that happiness means for you. And I guess I say that specifically because what happiness means for me now in my life is damn sure not what happiness meant for me a few years ago. (laughs) So I think defining happiness and what I mean by happiness hacks is really important. And so I almost usurped the um, happiness hack number one, the inspiration for these episodes inside of the podcast, just to define happiness and start it out on the right foot. But fuck that. Um, We're going to go around our elbow to get to our ass. And (laughs) I decided to start with happiness hack number one being the actual inspiration for these episodes. And so episode two, welcome my dears. Um, is the definer of what I mean by happiness. So why is this important? Well, I once heard a quote, um, and I'll be very honest with you, I don't know by who. So if somebody else has heard this and you want to shoot me an email and let me know who the hell said this, that would be awesome. But I once heard the, the quote or the idea that To be happy, we have to let go of everything that we thought happiness was. Now, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) I feel like I've learned that what that means is we kind of grow up painting our own picture of what we feel like life is going to look like when we're ultimately happy, right? And there's a couple things that are really powerful that I think are buried inside this idea Number one is that if we're sitting here painting our image of reality, okay, this is what life is going to look like when I'm happy. What we're actually saying is I'm not happy right now. I mean, can we just acknowledge the power of that for a moment? Like if at any point in your life you pause and you say, whether consciously or unconsciously, And I think we do this all the time. Okay, I just need this thing to change or I need this thing to show up. I need a job. I need a girlfriend. I need X, Y, or Z. I need more money. I need financial stability. I need a car. Whatever it is to be happy. When I have X, Y, or Z, I'll be happy, or I'll be happy when I have, or I'll be happy when this, right? What we're really saying is, I'm not happy right now. 
And I don't know if we actually take the time to acknowledge that first kind of foundational piece. And I'm placing my hand on my heart as I say this. It can be a sad kind of painful recognition to honor and acknowledge that place in ourselves that's saying, I'm not happy. Something is missing. There's a sense of emptiness or a hole or a lack of wholeness. And so I think, you know, kind of taking this a step further, if we look at this idea of we have to drop everything we think happiness is in order to actually be happy, what I feel like I've learned in my own life and through my own process of waking the fuck up is that it's not the outer circumstances of our life that define our ability to be happy. What it actually is, is our ability to be present to ourselves and to our lives exactly as they are in this moment. And maybe for some of you listening, you're in circumstances that are really not okay. You know, I experienced abusive relationships as a younger person, both physically and emotionally and mentally abusive. And... When I finally got out of those relationships and sitting here now, I reflect back on what it was like to be inside of them and it certainly was not an experience of being safe or being held in a container of safety in my outer world. So I want to be clear that <clears throat> there's nothing I, I no point mean to express that when we're in a place where we're not safe or the outer circumstances of our life need to change in order for our health uh, and our thriving to be a real possibility, that we stay in those circumstances and say, I should be happy here too, right? There's nothing at all passive about mindfulness and waking up to a moment and knowing from the depths of our own being the goodness that we deserve in our lives and saying I won't stand to be treated this way. But at the same time there's this odd experience that I never imagined possible before where we our own bodies our own being, our own spirit, our own higher self, our own awakened being inside of us, around us, with us in every moment. That space in us, our awareness, our own presence has the capacity to become our own container so that regardless of what the outer circumstances of our lives look like, we do have the ability to be in touch and in tune with our own safe sanctuary of our own being so that even when we're in outer circumstances that are hard or hurting or painful, experiences of loss, grief, everything that it means to be human, we still have the capacity to be happy and okay. And I actually kind of cringed in that moment at using the word happy. And this is the entire point of recording this episode. (laughs) Uh, I know I did a previous episode where I said perfect is not the goal. And here I almost intend 
to offer that I think using the word happiness is a clusterfuck or a mindfuck because the concept, at least for me, and the kind of the connotation of the word happy is these moments of elation. You know, if life is a series of waves, ups and downs, peaks and troughs, and we're constantly riding the waves, right? Then we might identify happiness, joy, the concept of these ideas as being the top of the waves. It's the peaks. It's the really good moments. And so I think we kind of fuck with ourselves by even fathoming that every single moment of our lives can be the very peak. It's not real. But I don't mean to imply that every single moment of our lives cannot be good or beautiful. And so in this way, I think this is exactly what this quote means by in order to be happy, we have to drop, let go of everything we thought happiness was. Because what I've come to believe and experience in my own life is that to be happy actually means to be content. And I will readily admit to you that when I first got into even my relationship with my now wife, which was about 10 years ago at this point, I remember telling her I never want to get to a place of contentment in our relationship. It felt like complacency or um, settling in some way. To me, those things carried a negative connotation of boredom, mundaneness, not enoughness. And so if you're hearing me say that I actually think that to be happy means to be content and you're feeling this texture of resistance inside of yourself, I want to say, yeah, of course. (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or at least I was. But what I've come to feel and learn in my own life is that contentment is something that is maintainable. Contentment is something we can feel regardless of what the fuck is happening in any given moment. It's this sense that I am not whatever is happening in my life. I am the possibility of experiencing whatever is happening, being with it, holding it. I am so vast that I can be the container in which all of life is happening. And no matter what is inside the container, the container itself is unchanged. And so for me, that container is contentment. It's equanimity, it's peace, it's love, unconditional love of ourselves and of being alive, regardless of what's inside the container. And the fucking weird shit, you guys, is that when that container is contentment, happiness is there. And I don't know if this feels confusing or if it feels like it makes sense, but it feels unattainable. (laughs) But I feel like happiness hack number two has to be the invitation towards the curiosity that to be happy means to be content with ourselves and our lives as we are. 
what does it feel like to let whatever your life looks like right now, whoever you are in this moment, however you self-express to be enough, truly, can you imagine, can you feel in your own body and mind that sense of tenderness that comes naturally when we say, ah, I'm enough. This moment is enough. My life as it is, is enough. The sun shining on my skin is enough. The earth beneath my feet is enough. The breath moving through my nostrils and into my lungs is enough. What if it is only those things? Is it enough? And maybe this feels in this moment, and I think this was true for me in the past, like a fake it till you make it kind of practice, but play with it. Get curious. So this happiness hack, happiness hack number two, this episode is all about redefining, reframing what it actually means to be happy. And the playful, hopefully playful curiosity that to drop radically all our ideas of happiness and to get curious about contentment, enoughness, and letting what's here make us content, be content with what is. That through being willing to let contentment itself be enough, we find true and lasting happiness. And so I almost think it's a little convoluted. It's a little bit of an oxymoron that to be happy, we have to stop looking for happy. And in the moment we start stop looking for happy, we stop saying, I'm not happy right now. And so this is kind of the confusion. If we're looking for happy, what we're really saying is I'm not. I'm not happy. So it's in the moment that we stop searching for something other than what's here that we actually find happiness is right here. It's right before us. It's right inside of us. And for me in my own life, that access point, that door that we don't even fucking know is there, is contentment. So open your eyes, my dear, to the doorway that's right in front of you, the doorway of contentment. Be willing to walk through it. And I can almost guarantee you that happiness is on the other side. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear your own playful, curious investigations of what it means to be content, how happiness flows from this place of not defining ourselves and our lives as they are right now is not enough. Thank you so much. And until next time.